There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You don't know the power of the dark side. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 1071 and live streaming around the world at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to break the Guinness world record for eating cantaloupe in one sitting, ladies and gentlemen, Queen of the Melons. Alexis Thompson. <laughs> That's right. Get it right. Uh, that will be next, I'm sure. Good morning, yep. Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Don McLean. Good morning. Good morning to all of you on this Tuesday, the 5th of November, 2019. We are about five seconds away from 6.03. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to the most productive day of the week, according to three out of four dentists. Welcome mm-hmm. to National Donut Day. Welcome to National Love Your Red Hair Day. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. Mm. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Ba 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 Alexis? Yes. How is your refreshing beverage um, this morning? It is fantastic. It's warm, toasty, fresh off the coffee pot. Fresh. Um, and it has the Dove cream in it from Donnie. Oh, I gotta ask Donnie about and I that. made I a gotta... great deal with the Mr. Donnie Love. Yes. Cream for Dons. Oh, gosh. I have actually a decaf chai tea I brought from home mm. um, that has some heavy whipped cream in it. Oh, oh. I like to put cream in my tea, just a little bit of it, and a little bit of Splenda. That is fantastic. It's a concoction. My, it, is nice. a, it sounds like a, a little witch's brew. I love it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Mine is uh, the same as it always is. Just, it's bold, it's iced, it's refreshing, it's delicious, it's needed. Cheers, everybody. Aha. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. Mm. Cheers. Mm. Yeah, I saw you two. Uh, making a deal with Donnie. Did you do some brokering or did you uh, yep. hammer out a deal? We are bartering. For, for bartering, for use of his cream. Yeah. Well, it sounded gross, but go ahead. Yep. Well, it started off with 50 cents because that's what Dawn did the last time she took some of his cream. <laughs> so I thought, I'm doing the same thing. I taped it to a post-it, put it on his little cream. When we went back to the double wide, he was like, mm-mm, not enough, ladies. <gasps> Remember? Oh, Yeah. Oh, and wow. so wait, 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 wasn't wait, wait. enough. Wait, yeah, was... it wasn't enough because at first he thought I took too much. But guys, I did not take a lot. Yeah. Just enough to, you know, cream up the coffee. Mm-hmm. One cup. Um, 50 cents. But see, Lex, I thought you were being, I thought you and Don were being generous. I thought so too. I mean, yeah, I, I did thought too. that was. For the I trouble. Was, 
yeah, I, I, I thought to myself, oh, wow, that's probably, you know, a quarter of what it costs. But yeah. Donnie, Donnie disagreed, huh? Yeah. Just I a think little the bit. thought of having to go to the store and get it and bring it into work, you know, the labor involved in that. That's true. You can't just go buy some of this downstairs in the cafeteria. This is, oh, this, this is, is heavy duty. It's <laughs> Dove <laughs> chocolate, dark chocolate with almond what? flavor. What? Yeah. Dove pretty makes fancy. It. I was going to say, Lex, you're very, that's very fancy for it you. It is. That's no, Donnie's fanciness. It's so true. I agree. I can't believe that I'm actually enjoying this, but baby likes what baby likes, you know? You know what I should use? It's very decadent, Lex. Yeah. It's, very, it's, a, it's a decadent treat for you with your coffee. It, it, yeah. She usually just drinks black coffee. It's yeah, so that's true, guys. It's like the polar opposite. Yeah. Now, Dawn. Just a little bit will do you. Now, you're mixing that. Are you doing that? Or are you just putting cream? No. I want to get a full full picture of your refreshing beverage. What is that? No, uh, I, no? um, I, I just have um, I, <laughs> heavy whipping cream. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's just like two tablespoons of it. It's a decaf chai tea with cream, like English people do. Mm. Oh, got it. That sounds delicious, though, Don. It does. Oh, it's pretty oh, good. Oh, oh, and then oh, what's great oh, about you, what's going uh, I on? I didn't knock it over. Oh, okay. no, oh I thought you knocked it over. Okay. And then what's happening is so that wasn't good enough. So then Dawn pulled out some of our reserve pods. Yeah, we we're not what? drinking caffeine, so no. we had about eight pods that we had squirreled away just in what's, case. Look at you two. You really are barter. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Oh, he has yeah. his own Keurig on his desk. Yeah. And he's like, I just want the dark roast. And we're like, okay, oh. what about this? Well, they're Starbucks pods. Isn't they're it cool. all good? That's the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> got him some good stuff. He took the wow. French roast, but the Verona is dark as well. So we still have a few of those too. Oh, so. well, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is amazing. Look at you two. It's like a f- coffee flea market. Mm. <laughs> a little, a little, uh, oh, uh, a little this little, for that. A little, yeah, okay, I'll take a, a, two pods for a slurp <laughs> of the cream and didn't know that sounded gross. A sorry slurp. about that, but sorry about <laughs> that. Oh, God, the slurp. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh whoops. <laughs> whoops. Sorry about that. Slurp and cream should not be in the same sentence. deeply. Oh, gosh. I really don't want to hear that all. all. I love him, but my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I sound in my vo- uh, if my volume's a little low, don't think I'm depressed or sad or anything. Stupid cough. Stupid, stupid, stupid seasonal cough. And I went to um I went to the pharmacy yesterday and the and I had two bottles of Robitussin. Uh one for sleep and one for day. And the woman looked at me, she says, Oh, I'm sorry. She goes, but this is the time of year. She goes, This weekend, she says, We were so busy. Everybody has this. So I guess it's spreading. I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, I change really of weather. You... I mean, it snowed yesterday. You know, your immune systems are going. What the heck's going on right now? Yeah, they're freaking out because yeah, the woman looked at me. She's oh please. She goes, you're one of about four million people that uh, <laughs> came into this farm. I said, oh really? I said, yeah. I said, oh, okay. Well, thank you very much. And I took it. I don't think it's doing anything. I have yet to ever find. And I know we just had a lovely my talker. I love our my talkers. We just got mail. Jennifer uh, emailed me or just sent me a tweet. She's an RN listening right now. She's like, Jay, sorry to tell you, there really is no cure for cough. And I kind of already knew that. But I got to tell you, I have yet to ever find something that even helps when I get this stupid thing. Really? Yeah, I'm not kidding. I, I don't know. Nothing. I took the Robitussin this morning. Still, it's I, I feel it's actually worse. 
than before I took the Robitussin. What so. about just a, like a cough drop? No, I still cough. Mm. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Maybe I should get an x-ray or something. Get my, <laughs> no, it's just, get my yeah. head examined. Or I don't know. <laughs> I don't, maybe I should do that regardless. But no, I don't know. I've never found like the magic bullet. And I know there's no cure. But what I'm saying is I've never found something that even alleviates a little bit of my cough symptoms. Um, I took those stupid little uh, pellets. Remember, Lexus to the benzenate oh, or whatever. Right. The, those are worthless as boobies on a turtle. I take Delsum. And I don't know. I don't know if turtles have boobies, but I'm just saying. Yeah. What, 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 Don? <laughs> it's just for cough. So it's not Robitussin with all the other stuff for other aches and pains. It's yeah. the highest potency of that element that's in Robitussin. But it's yeah. just separated. And it's Delsum. D-E-L-S-Y-M. Do you need a prescription? Okay. Is it that orange? Is it? No. Oh, okay. It used to be, but it that. isn't anymore. It's an, it's an orange mm-hmm. liquid. Okay. Does that help you, Don? It Why does. Not? I mean, that's what I do. I, I want the highest potency of that, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever that's that particular that thing is. Whatever it is that... Uh, uh, <laughs> whatever it does, you want the biggest... Ex- yeah, dext- I get it. Dextromethorphan. Nailed it. Yep. God, he Extended did a good job release with that, suspension, cough suppressant. It's just oh. cough suppressant. See, I need I need to check that. Oh, and then it yesterday, says twelve hour, but that's not true. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm, I wrote that. I'm honestly, I wrote that down because yeah. I got I yeah. gotta I gotta try something. I'm gonna try everything. I'm gonna again chop off my head or whatever. But it's not my really my head. I shouldn't chop off my head, Lex. It's my mm. um. It's my. Well, where does a cough lie? The lungs? Is that where it lies? Or the eye? Who knows? Um, it's, yeah. It's like stuff it that's rolling down your throat. Yeah. yeah. Oh, In the okay. night. Bronchi- oh, okay. Great. I'm trying to get it out. Um. So listen to what I did. And we all three of us, and all of you listening, You maybe you have an Android, maybe you have an iPhone. I did something yesterday, and then I did another thing that prevented me from correcting the first thing that I did. So I'm sitting there, and with the new iPhone... When when you go to your email app, you know, if you um, can't if relate, you, <laughs> that's right. Lex has the can't relate. What do you say? Yeah, so you don't have an iPhone? No, I I don't have the newest. Uh, but yes, go ahead. Okay. But you know, but when you hit the edit button and you hit on in your in in your mailboxes to put checks by your emails, your individual ones to yes. um, delete those. I accidentally deleted all of my emails because Ooh. they changed. They changed how that works. Yes, they did. So yes, they did with a software update. Oh, and was I that pressed, for all of us? Did we all get that yes, update? Yes, oh, you man. did too. Oh, great. So what so happened? I, so I pressed delete all. They all left. So then I freaked and I forgot that you can shake your iPhone, and if you shake it, there's an undo. Right. Um, but. I did one more step, which prevented me from undoing, you know what I mean? I did another step, so if I shook it, I was just undoing that second step. So now I'm going through, I'm having to go through all of my trash, and I feel like I'm, I feel like, uh, I feel like a, uh, uh, like a a hooker, you know, in the middle of the night. I feel like I'm dumpster diving. I feel like, Lex, I'm an electronic hooker. I'm Mm. going through... I'm having to look for um, trash, basically. Wow! Could so, you could you go on, a, a, you know, a computer and log in and recover those? That you could probably do that faster there. Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's Versus what I started doing last phone. night. Absolutely. So it, it's just a pain in the rear end. So everybody. 
be very, very, very careful. If you ever accidentally delete your email, don't do anything else. Shake your iPhone and then hit that undo button. Don't do anything else. Learn from my mistake. Because, oh, yeah, it was a pain in the rear, girl. Pain in the rear. But anyway... A little computer lesson from Jason right there. <laughs> it is uh, 613. We are going to take a very, very, very small break. When we come back, food and wine agrees with Alexis and Dawn about what you ask. You'll find out when we return. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, everything. Watch out. Dawn has a whip. Oh, May the I crack have another? Of dawn. Oh, the crack of dawn. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jace with Lex and the crack of dawn. <laughs> Hope you're having a really good morning. Okay, I'm very anxious to hear about this. Yes. Food and wine. Now, are we talking the publication, Lex? Yes, the magazine. Oh, this is, I can't wait for this. Food and wine agrees with something that came out of the mouth of Alexis and Dawn. Oh, great. What is it? Yeah, Dawn, are you ready for this? Uh-huh. <sighs> Food and Wine writes okay. that ginger ale mm-hmm. is oh, the gosh, unsung oh. hero of the sky. Oh, God, <laughs> I gotta get out of here. I can't believe why I'm... Oh, my gosh. I'm what? already not feeling well, Lex. Why are you doing this to me? The unsung hero of the sky. Yes. That it is the superior drink at 36,000 feet. Yes. And here's why. Mm. <laughs> ah, they say that you, when you're up in the sky, of course, the salty mm. and the sweet, uh, your taste buds are all different, right? So that's why yeah. people like to order a Bloody Mary because it's salty. And then we have the sweetness of ginger ale. And because of that, it is very refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's crisp mm-hmm. and has that bubbly ginger ale taste. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, you know, there has been, there have been some. Uh, lawsuits about ginger ale, how much ginger is actually in it. Oh, come um, on, people. But still, refreshing, mm-hmm. has a great taste. So uh, there's that. Um, and it's been a staple since the 1920s. So they say uh, oh, no. that a lot of people have really, really enjoy it. <laughs> what are you doing there, Jason? Yeah. Rude. Asteroids? Oh, it stopped. Oh, okay. Oh, here we go again. All right, well, Don, I'm here, I'm just talking to you. With I'm the sorry. dryer air and the cabin pet pressure, I'm uh, can dull your sense of taste I, and smell. I can't believe it. An esteemed publication like Food and Wine <laughs> would validate yes. your opinion on the tiger urine in the sky oh. that, is, that is ginger ale. It's the oh. best. Because the air inside the cabin can be thin and dry, so when you are reaching that you know, that alti- the altitude of where mm-hmm. we, you're going here, it says yeah, that, um, uh-huh. that it, you'll. If you haven't tried it, they said. In fact, I'm going to read this last line of this article for you. Oh, no. If you haven't tried a ginger ale on a flight yet, mm-hmm. we highly suggest giving it a shot. Mm-hmm. You'll never feel more refreshed. Ah, amen. Ah. Um, you can I use your have... stomach if you're nervous, too. So there's a lot of benefits here. I'm, and it tastes on. great. And it feels well, like a treat. It does. I have an article here from the November uh, November 4th, 2017, Horse and Hound, that says... <laughs> oh, no. Wait, hold will, on a second. Let me check you, out. Hold on. You, um, will, you will never feel more refreshed. Oh, I'm just lifting something in the studio here. You will never feel more um, refreshed than oh. you do when you drink... 
a vodka soda with a lime or lemon. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry. Did they say something? Uh-huh. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, man. Well. I can't believe that. Now, what? Now, what? Well, I'm just now, spray- who's I'm just, the writer? I'm just who's the writer later. of that publication? Who, who's the writer of that piece? Andrea Romano. Let Thank me you. Sure from Food valid. and Wine. I just retweeted the article if you'd like to see it. Fake news. Oh, Andrea. man. The unsung hero of the sky, Ginger Ale. Oh, there she is. Travel and leisure. Oh, look at her. No, it's food and wine. I know, but she also writes for food and leisure. Oh, she does. Oh, yeah, so she... food and leisure. Oh, see, travel and le- <laughs> food and leisure means you're just laying down eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. She, so that adds, think... that adds credibility. She writes for multiple publications. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Don't waste people. Oh, that's not about her. That's another Andrea Romano. Okay. Oh, there's also an Andrea Romano that's a voice actor. But mm. this isn't her. This is okay. This is another woman. Okay, she looks valid. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, travel and leisure. There she is. Oh, darn it. I mean, Don and okay. I didn't need her to say that, but no, it kind of does you, feel a little good to say, okay, well, a food it, and wine expert really agrees with us. Yeah. Does it really? I mean, we, we've been make, making fun of this for years now. Is it really refreshing to you up in the sky? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think about it when I'm boarding the plane. Like, oh my gosh. Oh. When that beverage cart comes around, I get a gingy. Mm-hmm. It's the little things in life, you know? It is. I'm thinking of the beverage cart, too. But I'm thinking of Kettle One and Soda. I mean, so, uh, it's, you know. <laughs> Man. Thinking of, uh, she's reaching from for a different part of the beverage cart for my for me. True. But I... I I honestly, I wish I did like the taste of ginger ale. I can't stand it. Oh, I, but see, I'm not a big ginger fan. Ah. So, so that's, that's probably part of it. So I don't know. When I was mm-hmm. on that Spirit Airlines flight, I got a ginger ale and one of their snack boxes, which was like $14. Yeah, <laughs> and it had is, seriously. a little Three thing. little of, snacks. Yeah, it had, it's truly had like four little things, like some dried cranberries, some yep. peanuts. I mean, it was nothing, but I'm like, I need that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is expensive too, seriously. Yeah, it's like yeah. $12 and you do, you get four cranberries, a piece of a hard-boiled egg, <laughs> yep, and like crazy. four oh. peanuts. And a little yeah. piece of cheese. And yep. a little piece of cheese, Lex, that's yep. right. When we come back, Martin Scorsese, please just... Stop talking. Don will explain when we return. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, dad. From Alexis. Here's one from listener Linda. Why did the pilgrim's pants always fall down? Because they wore their belt buckles on their hats. (laughs) This has been a dad joke. Very funny, dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. (laughs) Yep. Now I like that one. You do. <laughs> I do like that one. Because mm. I love pilgrims. So. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. I love the costumes. <laughs> costumes. <laughs> yeah. So I love it. I like that one very much. I think that's my favorite one. Oh, wow. Oh, my I do. God. I enjoyed that one. Yep. Wow. That's it. You want to hear it again? Is it that good? No, okay. no. Not that, you know, yeah. Not that Keep good. it special. Keep oh, it special. Okay. You know? Yeah. Okay. You know? Yep, yep. <laughs> 631, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. My talkers are so nice. Oh, they're the best. <laughs> we just got, they're the best. Y'all are the best. I was talking about my seasonal cough. You guys may, may, uh, may have one. And Colleen, Colleen, she's a teacher, Lex. And she wrote this, and maybe this will help some of you in the uh, the audience. She goes, hey, 
Uh, she was sorry you're dealing with a cough. I'm dealing with it too, and it's the pits. She's a teacher, Lex. She's surrounded by kid germs. Oh yeah. Oof. She says, uh, "Here's what the Mayo has been telling me: all the cough meds aren't really the trick. About the only thing that is effective is to rotate ibuprofen and Tylenol for any aches and pains, and then you use Flonase." Mm. They said this is what's causing the seasonal cough. And she says, when I actually followed their directions, the Flonase was the only thing that helped. Ah, well, stop and the she's, flow. Yeah. Yeah. And she's surrounded by. Girl, she has all of those kids kid- all the time. Yeah. But all there's of, a bunch all- of already fl- flowed down into your lungs. So that's what you're trying to get out. Mm. Yeah. She has all of those kinder germs from those kindergartners. Yep. Oh, kid, can you imagine, though? How do teachers? I. I if I was a, uh, I would Your come and must be up. How did your mom do it, Lex? I mean, oh, did she come yeah. to school like in a NASA outfit, like those, <laughs> like those NASA people that try to take ET away from Elliot? I would come to school every day dressed like that because they wipe like hazmat their, suit. And, yes, yeah. you no, see those kids are like they wipe their nose oh. with their hands and then they're touching crayons uh-huh. and then curl. Yeah, I, I don't know how she did it. She how was always you? really healthy too. So. I'm not sure. Was she? On him too. I feel about it because he's in the schools now. And so I think about him all the time with the kids, but he's doing okay too. So yeah, I don't know if they just, the bodies just get used to it or what, but the fact that they're both, that they are not little carrier monkeys, you know what I mean? Uh, Bring their (laughs) home stuff. I don't know. And he goes to all the schools in the district. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Anyway, coming up on 635. Now the big deal. It's massive. It's so big you wouldn't even believe it. This is huge news. What's so big about it? Well, it involves a huge director. Don McLean. Mm, yes. I'm so I, I didn't read this, so I'm glad that you did, but I saw oh, it's so boring. I saw the headline. Oh, yeah. Okay, what's Martin Scorsese saying now? And why is he still talking? He just wants to make his point known. Uh, New York Times. Uh, got him to write an op-ed about how Marvel movies are not cinema. Oh, he wants people to really understand his point instead of just hearing a blurb. Um, he, uh, in a sense, says that studios are... I'm, I'm not going to read the boring... Just, <laughs> I mean, it is boring. It's long. It's really long. Um, oh, he basically just breaks it down to that, you know... Studios now want to create this product that is most importantly going to bring in ticket sales. So they put it through audience testing. Um, you know, they, they basically, it's vetted, it's modified, it's revetted, remodified until they're ready. It's ready for consumption. It's just pretty much a product that they're churning out. Um, but it doesn't have any fine qualities of cinema. It also takes out the element of the back and forth push and pull between a director and a studio that that's no longer there and that the only place you can find it is by doing something on Netflix. Now, he does have The Irishman that comes out on Netflix, which I can't wait to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a huge cast. But he's just claiming that, you know, these studios, there's no tension anymore between the director and the studio. I don't know. What, what is, what why is, he, is that? Th- how is that relevant? Thank, Lex, to thank you. I was just going to ask. Yeah. Whether it's art or not. Well, he just thinks, sadly, it just is, it doesn't focus on the story and the rich, richness of um, real cinema and that it's really just a product that they're churning out. Um, 
and he goes on and on with a lot of you know yeah big I, words here's yeah here's a, a paragraph that stuck out because yeah. he he's I might not fall using a lot. Of, I read it. Go ahead. No, no. This one I, I picked. <laughs> I picked one without any huge Martin Scorsese words. So okay. he goes. So what's my problem? You ask. Why not uh, just let superhero films and other franchise films be? The reason is simple. In many places around this country and around the world, franchise films are now your primary choice if you want to see something on the big screen. It's a perilous time in film exhibition, exhibition, and there are fewer independent theaters than ever. The equation is flipped and streaming has become the primary delivery system. Still, I don't know a single filmmaker who doesn't want to design films for the big screen or be projected before audiences and theaters. So he's saying... I, what? I... He's basically, I, I get it. Like Don said, he's basically saying that the, the, these big tentpole movies, these franchise movies, the, the Marvel movies, the Star Wars, they're they're taking up so many screens that they're pushing smaller films out of contention for mm-hmm. distribution in theaters. Because theater yeah, owners, only so many yeah, there's only so many screens. Theater owners want to make money, and they know that these are sure bets. These are sure. If you put Iron Man eighty on the big on your screen, people are going to go see it. Mm-hmm. But that's still cinema. Like like we were saying, mm. I, I just don't like the it's whole thing. Sour of grapes like, here. It's starting yeah. to sound like this. It's the whole thing of like Don said in our meeting. Why isn't that art? Exactly. Who are, who are you to say that? Black Panther isn't art. Mm-hmm. It sure, it sure is art. Yeah. Art moves emotion, and I, I always reference this, especially after reading uh, Iger's book. Talk about moving emotion. Try telling that to to an African American boy who loves superheroes, but has never had a superhero in his life that looked like him, mm-hmm. and now he watches Black Panther. You want to tell me, Martin Scorsese, that that African American and yeah, yeah. or Lex, Lex, I mean, we any yeah, hope that's what's that? Well, we not we didn't joke about it, but you, um, we talked about it with the Last Jedi, the the happiness that you felt. Oh, to see Rose, to see Rose, a character that oh, holy crap, there are Asian people in space. Yes, I mean. To see a character reflected back, it's the same way that I felt about Will and Grace on the small screen. You know what I mean? A lead character, gay, what? This is also just very patronizing, this whole thing about, you know, like, you guys are stupid enough to go see these movies. Yes. And why? Why? Well, there's there's there are reasons why and people are going. So make better films or let's, why are you even focusing on this? Do you want to die on this hill? Isn't that the question we always ask? I don't think he wants to. Scorsese, what are you doing? You have better things to focus on. Well, I, I, I bet, and especially some some uh, film critics listening, some people that are on the other side of this argument listening would say they can't make better movies because the studios won't greenlight them because they're too busy greenlighting and putting their money and resources toward Avengers 12. Mm-hmm. Well, and then he's saying then you have to go to Netflix like he's doing for Irishman, but that also makes it sound like that's the second, it's like almost a second tier. And, and is it nowadays? I don't Not think so. There's always look when you are when you are a leader in an industry that is experiencing fundamental change and disruption you're going to hold on to dear life 
to the structure and and the format that you've been used to. And what I mean by that is Martin Scorsese has been making films his way and the the Hollywood way for all of these years. And now entertainment is changing. He's old and there's nothing wrong with that. Steven Spielberg's the same way. And I love Spielberg and I love Scorsese. But we are experiencing fundamental change in entertainment. How it's delivered, how the consumers want it, and the torch, the the torch, the the people that have hold held the torch for old school entertainment, they, they don't like this. Mm-hmm. They don't, they don't, they don't like what they're seeing. Because there's more room for other people. There are other there are other ways to make films that you can get uh, exposure, even mm-hmm. just on YouTube. Absolutely. And yeah, I guess he doesn't like that. There's room for I, everybody. I, I was because I was going to say. I would think he, the the change that we're experiencing isn't, and I've actually heard Spielberg rally around this. It's good. Anybody can be a filmmaker now. Yep. Equipment is so affordable. Oh yeah, you don't have to develop film anymore. It's digital. No. I mean, you do can get a phone. camera. You can do it on your phone. You can get a Dawn, camera for under a thousand dollars and make a movie. Mm-hmm. Donna, I don't know if you saw this because you know Lex doesn't like the horror films, but. I I almost sent it to you, Don, because I thought you would you you would appreciate it. Somebody, oh no, the director of photography for Nightmare on Elm Street three recreated a famous scene for that movie for Halloween night, uploaded it, and shot it on an iPhone eleven. Yeah, and I got to tell you, the damn thing looked real good, real good. I mean, a novice would not be able to tell they shot that on iPhone 11. My point being, backing up what we just said, if you have an iPhone, you can go to Best Buy and get a microphone. You can get an app. I, I use this app called uh, Film, um, it's not her, Film IC Pro, and boom, you can make a movie. So I, I actually am on the opposite end of this. I think it's an exciting time for filmmakers. I wonder what he'd say about that. He probably would agree with us on that. I think specifically I think the Marvel is what gets him. Or yeah, yeah, the he, bigger. This is it. He His movies, whenever they were in theaters, used to be the number one movie of the weekend. Oh, and yeah. you oh, yeah. know now he has to compete with these big movies that people want to see. It's it's really patronizing to the audience because he's saying that we can't appreciate both. Yeah. You know, I like big blockbuster movies, yeah. but I also like indie films and I seek those out. It's not hard. Every town, even smaller towns, have art house, you know, movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Unless you're living in a town with 200 people and you have to go into the city, you still can find them there. He's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you can it's just not they're not bringing in the big money, but that has to be accessible. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just a little, I don't know. I just don't get it. There's room what? for everybody. There's more room than before. Ever, ever before. Think yep. of all the delivery systems now. Jesus. I mean, geez Louise. Sorry. Jeez Louise. YouTube, Netflix, Apple TV Plus. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 643. Carrier Pigeon. Oh, sorry. That we were naming more. Yeah, I don't know if you could put a film on the back of a pigeon, but. <laughs> Sure. I guess, sure, Lex, whatever, you know. Uh, when we come back, when we come back, a sport. What makes a sport? We just talked about what makes a film. What make? What's a sport? What are the What are the criteria? There's a new sport that has now become pro. <clears throat> We're going to talk about that when we return. Oh, Lizzo, I'm very sorry. It's my fault today. We have to interrupt you. Yep. 
Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 everything entertainment I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn thanks so much for listening to our show for supporting us yes. spreading the word over the last decade we appreciate it oh yeah means a great deal to us don't forget follow us on social media Lex in the cities Dawn at dark and Jason Matheson and hey the new episode of uh, two fairy godfathers has dropped uh, it's all about the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. We're dividing it into two sections. So this is part one. So nice. this is half the countries that we ate at. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> and we realized, and we realized, I said on the on the cast, Lex and Dawn, I said, yeah, I said, um, you know, we got, we got, we, we were pretty proud of ourselves. We ate about 75% of the festival. And Colin looked at me and he goes, you're on crack. Oh. He goes, we barely, we barely got through 50% because <laughs> we had forgotten that the Food and Wine Festival extends not just around the World Showcase, which is in the back of the park, everybody, but the whole front of the park, Lex and Dawn, has, they, it has booths as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. We didn't even touch those. Oh. So, it, I know. Well, you get filled up quickly, I'm sure. Girl. Well, a lot of these websites. Even if you that go co- real hungry. Yeah, girl, we were. I didn't eat like we. <laughs> yeah, we had strategery Lex, mm-hmm. and we still couldn't do it. And we're only two people. You know, some of these websites that do Disney, they have like teams of people. And Colin's like, we only have two stomachs. You know, it's mm-hmm. like his stomach and my stomach, and that was it. So I was proud of the ones we did eat. So you can see, you can listen to that right now, uh, wherever you find your podcast. Six fifty one. Let's talk sports. Yeah. Oh, oh that hurt to say. Anyway, <laughs> um, Lex, is there a new pro sport? Well, kinda. Cornhole. Okay. What? Cornhole. You know that game that you play with your friends, of beer course. in hand. Uh, it's it's a tailgating game generally is what I think about. Yeah. You set up the little uh, you know the pieces of wood with the holes in there, and you have your bean bags, and you stand. You, you try to get the the bean bag in the hole. <clears throat> they want there's a there's a league, yeah, and of course. they want this game to be a pro sport. This is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping she'd come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stacy Moore is the commissioner of the American Cornhole League. <laughs> God, oh, that's something wait, to put on your resume. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the commissioner of the Cornhole, cornhole League. League. Oh yeah, this is a four-year operation, and he hopes to turn this game into an organized sport, a pro sport. And he has hosted now a nationally televised broadcast. This was um, early August of last summer. And he he featured players from three countries, and he had a six day world championship. Was it on ESPN twenty four? Actually, you know what's so funny, Jason? You mentioned that because <laughs> it first had its exposure on ESPN in July of twenty sixteen. Then it went to their online only platform, ESPN three. Oh my and goodness! Then I was just reading about ESPN eight, the Ocho. The Ocho, yes. They Double. have now. That's where you could have watched the International World Cup tournament if you wanted to in August. Is this the yes. Marvel movies of pro sports? <laughs> I think are we sounding a little bit like Martin Scorsese. A little bit, we are. Yes. Is there enough room for everyone in this? Uh-huh. Hmm. Hmm. We will stop this tournament right now. I was just. Jared, don't. 
And this is ridiculous. It is a cornhole tournament fundraiser. Cut the crap. Yeah. Cut the crap. Come on. Usually they're Come fundraisers. Down. Usually, you know, but who? Is there a lot of athleticism required to play cornhole? And does that matter whether it's a sport or not? Oh, I mean, this is kind gosh, of the same conversation oh. we had before. Oh, Lex. About it's movies. Dangerous territory. It know, is. Boys start territory. talking about whether or not cheerleading's a sport. Then people get, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, and, you know, little kids could play this. They could have their little cornhole <laughs> World Cup. <laughs> cornhole World Cup. Quidditch. World Cup. World Cup. Come on, kids. <laughs> so okay, now they're trying to say it, guys. Yeah, cornhole time. That's right, kids. The World Cup of cornhole. <laughs> oh, Chariots of cornhole. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, they're working on the, you know, the exact rules and how they play. They have a in this World Cup, I guess they had different age groups, men, women's leagues. They had um, pairs. They had teams of four that played. Uh, yeah, seniors, oh. veterans. So it just... Oh, Lex, wow. I can't. I can't. <sighs> I can't. Cornhole. Are you, are you... Have either of you played cornhole? And if you have, are oh, you good at it? Extensively. Yeah, we played, oh. yeah. Lots of tailgating and yeah, I mean, oh, I had to do a live broadcast uh, pretty much every Saturday for a large portion of my life, or Sunday uh, at the college campus, you know, tailgating party at the college I went to, uh, and um, yeah, just playing cornhole all the time with people it was a part of our little thing we would set up. People would come and I- play. I totally ah. thought you were kidding until no. you went. Uh, wow! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just standing around bored at a live broadcast. I played a lot of cornhole. Yeah, Are you good? I, I just go for the parties. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the day. You have off yeah. days, and right. then you're like, ah, true, I Don. really just can't make it in the hole today. Yeah. You oh, know, oh, this oh. beanbag's just flying all over the place. Yep. We could, it happens. We normally call it bags. I mean, we called it cornhole too, but bags. Yeah. That's a better name than Cornhole. It really is. <laughs> cornhole uh, really, is very strange. It's, it's yeah. a horrible they name. They think about changing the name. They, yeah, they do. Yeah. Beanhole? Because it's usually Bean beans in there, yeah. not corn anymore. But. Yeah, that's good. That still kind of sounds... Mm. Beanhole. <laughs> beanhole actually sounds worse, actually. Yeah, I'm never mind. Honest. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back with a 7 o'clock hour right after this. It's a beautiful day.